Welcome to 31 Days of Worldview Wisdom, a Disciple Nations Alliance podcast with Arturo Cuba. Arturo is among the earliest and most influential trainers of the Disciple Nations Alliance. In this audio series, he shares his highly practical teachings and examples of transformation. In this 30th episode, he reemphasizes a couple of important points. The false distinction between the sacred and the secular, and God's very first command to be fruitful. I want to finish the idea as we started. And there are some things that I want to make a big emphasis. I come from a more Pentecostal tradition. At that time, I remember that we used to be taught that once you accept Jesus, you are all set, you're ready to go to heaven. So what are you supposed to do in this life during that time is, well, they didn't explain you very well. But you had to pray, you had to congregate, to read your Bible. There was a kind of four laws. I don't know if you ever heard about it. But those things you should always do, but there are much more to do. But because we are going to deal with a natural life and time will come. We were very young at that time and new responsibilities will come in time, getting married, having children, continue our professional careers and making businesses and all that. But just read your Bible, pray, and, and those four laws will not sustain you if you have just that vision, especially if you think that those things you are doing now, those responsibilities, are just something te- temporary and you are just waiting for the moment that Jesus comes and takes you home with him in heaven. So, very honestly, I left my city very soon and I didn't see the guys that joined me when we started at the church. We were so much in fire. We all thought we were going to do great things for the Lord. We all thought we were going to do that. Some of them became pastors. Me too. But I left the place and I go back after 40 years or something like that and their whole lives is a mess. Many of them got divorced. Many of them failed in many ways. And that amazes me. Always did. And I said, what's going on? What happens? We didn't realize that. I never thought things like that were going to happen in time. But you know, time is, is an amazing thing. Time, I mean, something I have learned in life is that men always change. They always do. You can confess whatever you want today. Just time will show you different things. It happens. And just waiting for Jesus to come and just to do four laws was not enough. We didn't realize that the gospel was something different. Maybe our teachers and pastors didn't know the whole story, but I've been sharing with you about a biblical worldview. And today I want to say it, uh, right away is that we failed because we didn't have a biblical worldview. We not only fail in our personal lives, but we fail impacting society. We didn't even know we had to do it. We only thought that our responsibility with society was only evangelism, and that was it. And something I have realized in time is that I don't want to say it this way, but I will have to, (laughs) is that 
We don't read the Bible with integrity. We read what we want to read. That's true. I, sometimes I get nervous when I go to a place. They sell, for instance, these little boxes with God's promises. And I say, well, that's very much existentialist. I only want that part of the Bible where, where it says uh, the, the, the nice things for you. Because there are so many things that you have to understand. Well, my point is that one of the things we don't do consistently is understand the Old Testament. We don't understand creation. Something that is missing in our Christianity is that we think about the Christian faith as a too spiritual thing. And in some ways we get trapped in a paradigm that shows us the spiritual things are nice, are important, are things you have to do and to devote most of your time, but the natural things are not. You, you can excuse yourself. I mean, if you have to work, but when you finish, come to church so you can enjoy your spiritual life. And that's a big mistake because your spiritual life is not something that you can turn on and turn off every time you want. What happens when you spend so much time at work because you have to, and you don't think you're doing something that God wants you to do? You think it's something secular. I don't know if you use the word secular, but in my church, they use it every time. And the word secular is not in the Bible. And the concept of secular is not in the Bible either. I don't know who came up with that idea. I think it was in all times with this Greek Catholic mentality. Secular means you are doing things that God says, yeah, that's okay, you have to work, uh, that, that's fine. You have to feed your family, it's okay. But when you finish, go to church. Secular means that God is not pleased with it, but he allows you to do it. And sometimes that becomes our psychology. And if you keep doing that, in 40 years later, you will be in trouble. <laughs> because no one can stand so long time holding that pressure of life without faith. Your job can be a wonderful moment of faith if you decide to take the kingdom of God to your work. And that was what we were not uh, taught about. We knew that, we thought that the kingdom of God was a, a nice place that we had to go in the future, but no one told us that the kingdom of God had come to earth. And that's what we prayed every day in the, in the Lord's Prayer. And we didn't know that we had to do the will of God at work Probably that mentality is more common here in North America because of your Christian tradition, but it is not in Latin America. So if you decide to take God to your studies or to your work or to your house, you can have a wonderful faith experience in life. And the more you do it, your life will be more strong. And time can pass and you won't fail. You will grow. You will be a better person. You will have a great testimony because that's what happens when you take God from the beginning to every area of life. And we were talking about work, but if we see how God invented work at the beginning, this phrase at the beginning show us what God wanted from the very beginning, from the first days. It shows us his design for life. I was telling you about how God made man like if we had invented a, a toy, and the first word he spoke to him was, be fruitful, right? You remember that? 
I hope you will keep it in mind. Be fruitful. It is very important for men to be fruitful. And not only believers, even non-believers, it's okay because, I mean, there is a whole road that you have to walk in life. You have to grow, you have to get mature and to become fruitful. And many great things are going to come if you follow that road. But if you're a believer and you stop at some point and you leave that road, you will always be in troubles. Always. Life will be very difficult for you. You can spend a lot of time praying and doing great things in that area, but understand this. The moment you stop being fruitful, you are already disobeying God. It's not that it's something light that you can excuse yourself of doing because you have more important things to do like preaching, teaching, and doing spiritual obligations. The moment you stop your road to your race to reach your, the fullness, God will not be able to display the plan he has for you and your family. You are stopping a life of faith right there. And it doesn't make sense. And if somebody had told me this in the past, I, I wouldn't been able to understand because I always thought that going to school, finishing my studies, and becoming fruitful was something secular. But it's not. If you read the Bible, it's the very first thing the Lord commands man. So I've seen by experience that whatever you do in life, the most important thing for you is to become fruitful. That's very important. Now, if you go to a broken community where there is one type of indigenous people or is in some place of South America or whatever, and you have a church and you have a lot of people there, you will find that there are unemployment is everywhere, people who are being broken in that aspect of life. They were not able to grow. They were not able to realize God's plan in their lives. They are not fruitful in most of cases. So you can do many things at church, but it won't work. I told you at the beginning, we, we don't need to pass a test of theology in order to be blessed by God. Think about this. God told him to be fruitful because that's the way he wants to bless him. If you want God's blessings, you have to go that way. If you want to stop, God still loves you. He loves you. But if we probably tell the Lord, Lord, look, I don't have money. I wish I could do, I don't know, to buy or to pay the, my children's school. The Lord uh, probably would have to tell you, that's okay, but you didn't finish school. How can we do it? Most of us want God to work supernaturally. But to me, this creation is supernatural enough. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. It's am your life is amazing. If he gives you strength to deal with things of life, to me it's amazing. Now obey. Why are you asking more miracles? Why are you doing that? It's, it's a miracle that you can read a, a book and learn great things that you can teach to your children. That's a miracle to me. Use it and obey God. Thank you for listening. Here is a question you might want to ponder. Arturo reminds us that the very first thing the Lord commanded man to do is to be fruitful. 
And he says that from experience, he has seen that whatever you do in life, the most important thing for you is to become fruitful. Are you becoming fruitful? Are you being fruitful? Thank you again for listening. In the next episode, Arturo will re-emphasize some other important points. God's love for his creation, the meaning of Corndale, and the truth that work is sacred.